how do we handle the red zone in business? Well, stick with us and we're going to poke around this question. Thanks. Hello, everybody. Jeff Mason, Simple Biz 360 Podcast. Man, we are so excited uh, to come to you today. Episode 126, and we're going to really uh, try to make this something that's that's truly infotainment for you. But we want to shout out to Darcy Loma from last week. Wow, what a great interview. I mean, I, I really just thought she did a great job and thoughtfully fit. Darcy Loma, if you want to go back to 125, it was really a great episode. Uh, and just thank you to Half Coast Studios. We we are coming to you from uh, the Creevecore area of St. Louis, Missouri. We are uh, now about two years, a little over two years into our relationship with Half Coast. They started out as another name, but now they've uh, uh, migrated into this. And we have Matt Parker working the boards. I always call him Matty. He feels like part of the family. He is part of the Simple Biz 360 family. Alex uh, is uh, off doing other stuff. So we're having a great time today. And uh, so today... You know, what we really want to do is just invite you if you want to subscribe to our podcast. What does that mean? That means you're just going to get notifications when we have a new episode up. We come out every Thursday, 6 a.m. Central. We've never missed a beat. We've never missed an, a week in 126 weeks. I, I take a lot of pride in saying that, but, it, you know, I, I shouldn't say pride, but I take a lot of, um, you know, p pleasure in saying that because we've worked hard to do that. And it's a lot of fun putting these shows together. And we have a fun one for you today. We're on 28 listening platforms. So if you don't like uh, to watch us, hey, we invite you to listen to us. And most of all, we'd love your five-star ratings if we've earned it. So just give us a five-star rating on any one of the listening platforms, and we would just be so psyched. So today, for those who aren't watching, we have a mannequin with seven different lanyards on it, all titled WBL. And I have a wall graphic in behind me, and it's got a uh, little red guy with some rope, and he's pulling four guys behind him. And uh, it looks like he's really kind of strenuous, right? He's really tugging at this rope. So we're going to talk about this, and we're going to talk about the red zone, and that's why this little guy in the front's red. So uh, what do customers want from the red zone? What is it? And uh, what don't customers want from our red zone? Are you a finisher, uh, or do you need all four downs to get the, the business achievement across the goal line and into the end zone is finishing a push-pull tug-of-war with you and your customers or if you're the customer with you and your vendors. And just take a look. at This really looks like this, uh, this little red guy on our wall is really tugging and having a tough time with this. So let's talk about the red zone, just like in football, right? We hear, we've been hearing this for dozens and dozens of years in NFL games, the red zone. What's the conversion rate in the red zone? What is the red zone? You're inside the 20 yard line. And now you, you know, what do you, how do you capitalize inside the 20? Do you kick field goals? Do you get uh, stopped by the opposition or do you get the ball across the finish line? So in business, what we find is we have sort of the same phenomena, but we call it the red zone because it's where the achievement, the end, the finished product, the finish of the project, the, the conclusion gets stalled out. And, and why does it get stalled out? Well, there's a lot of reasons, but I think some of the, the two more infamous reasons are a lot of business people are streakers. So if you're a streaker, and I'll explain that in a second, I would really encourage you to try to think about ways where you could um, 
approach business differently and execute business differently? Or are you a camper? Do you pull the chair out and just camp out? So now, before we start on those explanations, let's dip back to episode 108, High Viz Voices. What did I tell you about in that uh, just short video right before the holidays? That was a video about um, a, a, a business that had 11 vendors. And in seven minutes when I was around this buyer, they explained where they had 11 vendors that they were tugging. So this person was in red and that buyer was tugging not four vendors like you see in our wall graphics here, but tugging 11 vendors, trying to get 11 vendors across the finish line. And it just blew me away because it was like, my gosh, I've been watching this for dozens of years and it just keeps getting worse, it seems like. So what are streakers? So we've done an actual episode on streaking. A streaker is someone, and you, you've run into them, and if you're this person, man, I encourage you to think twice about this. But a streaker is one that all of a sudden you're on a project, you're doing something, you're trying to get something accomplished, you're setting up you know, an eventual purchase, and you've got some you know, proofs and some um, a, a pr approvals along the way or whatever, and this person is boom, 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 three emails a day, four phone calls, next day, next day. And then, man, you're on like the two-yard line. And boom, they just disappear. And you're like, you know, hours turns into a day. And a day turns into days. And days turn into a week or maybe more weeks. And then all of a sudden, the streaker pops up again. And it's this flurry of activity, emails, phone calls, text messages. Bam, 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 bam. Whoa. The ball's on the half-inch yard line, and we're still not over. They just need to change the Pantone color from 806C to 810C. Oh, my gosh, I can't get... And it's just maddening, right? And we have this. Or the camper is just one that, uh, you know, sits, you know, takes their chair out and just sits there and doesn't do anything. And you're asking them for you know, updates, I'll get back to you. You know, don't worry, we're on it. But you can just feel in your heart of hearts there's nothing going on. And then there's the blame shifters and there's the, you know, delegators. Oh, I've delegated this. I can't believe people aren't doing this. I'm so sorry. Well, I've been asking you to help me for the last, you know, four days. And it took you four days to tell me that you delegated this and now you're blame shifting. You're, you're telling me that a, a delegation failed on your end. I, I, man, Guys, uh, I'm getting worn out. I'm this little red guy. I got a rope tethered to, you know, nine vendors. I'm trying to pull you guys along. Oh, my gosh, I'm getting exhausted trying to get this job and get this project, get this purchase over the finish line. I don't want to, you know, I'm trying to use a funny illustration here. So, so if you're this type of operator, I've got a question for you. Do you really think that your customers are going to come back for more. Do you really think they're going to come back for more if they're this little red guy tugging away, sweating to you just sweating it out trying to get you to get your portion of the job done? No. And it's the same way in internal teams that we've got it same. This probably happens uh, equally or if not more on internal teams you're trying to get team members to pull their weight and they're not and you, as the team project leader, team leader, you've got to tug and pull and prod and push and pull and push and pull and tug and oh, it's just endless. 
So, I mean, you know, this is something that you, you sit here and go, well, wait a second. What, what, you know, wow, I don't know. This seems like oversimplified. It is because it's that simple sometimes. Now, look at the mannequin. We've done an episode on this. And what, what, what is happening to this little red guy in the wall graphic is what's hanging on these seven lanyards on this mannequin. And those are weight-bearing loads. Those vendors, and remember, this from episode 108, those 11 vendors, not just four, those vendors are causing the customer to take on all these weight-bearing loads. And it's strenuous, and it's, 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 you know, it's creating a lot of anxiety. It does not invite repeat business. People want to stay away from pain. This person's in pain, this little red guy. He doesn't want pain. So people don't want you as the vendor or supplier to keep transferring those duties, those actions, those functions, those uh, movements of the ball from the 18 to the 12 and from the 12-yard line to the 4 and from the 4 across the line. They don't want to absorb that workload. But we continually put customers in these positions. I learned long ago the cost of it. I've lost customers over not doing this properly. I've made mistakes in the last two weeks uh, on things where I transferred the load and I really didn't think about it. And more often than not, I've been able to identify weight-bearing loads and I've been able to take off the lanyard from the customer and transfer it to myself. I'll give you a perfect example. Just did it today. Uh, it took me maybe in about an hour and a half, but it was, you know, one of the companies I represent had miscommunicated a rolling change, not miscommunicated, it was just kind of fuzzy, and a rolling change of product, and that product now, would rolling change-wise, would go into a new product number, which meant the customer is now going to get two products that are the same, but they're just different style numbers and different UPC numbers, but they could ship at the same time. And so what this meant was I had not equipped the customer with the proper transition codes on the UPC end and the style codes. I was kind of caught in the dark a little bit. And, and so at any rate, push came to shove, we had a problem. They sent me pictures from the distribution center and said, hey, we got an issue. What do we do here? So then I had to take it upon myself to create an Excel file and create this, this document that could assist them and give them all the information they needed. I gave it to them last uh, Friday, then they came back to me on a Monday and said, hey, we just need one more column of information in here and we'll be good to go. And I put that extra column in. But had I adopted a policy of, oh yeah, just go back to our 2021 price sheet and you can look at that and you can drag the UPC numbers over from there and uh, you know put them on the new sheet and you know that'll take care of everything. Hey, gotta go, got a call coming in. You know. Would that have been the right thing to do? There are so many vendors that do that. And they cause that buyer to, to do this tug. In episode 108, I'm, I'm telling you, it's just a classic episode because the, the, the evening before, the afternoon before, 11 vendors. My gosh. So, you know, this is the red zone. And, and you know, we, wanna, we don't want to be a camper. We don't want to be a streaker. We don't want to be a blame shifter. We don't want to be a delegator slash blame shifter. And, you know, we just don't, as, as decision makers, we don't want that. We're going to go elsewhere. If you make it that difficult, you make me sweat through my beautiful work clothes like that. Uh, I, I got to be honest with you. I'm going elsewhere, my friend. So, at any rate, I just want to kind of drill it home 
the red zone, think about it. When you're that close, when you're that close to the goal line, make sure you ask yourself, am I a finisher or am I a camper? Am I a finisher or am I being a streaker? Do, 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 am I putting weight-bearing loads on the customer for this process? If I am, my gosh, I got to take those weight-bearing loads off, redistribute them to me, and I've got to be the person that champions this. So enough said, but that's the kind of illustration for today. I love this little, uh, this little wall graphics. I've loved it for a couple of years, ever since I ran into it. So uh, guys, we finish every episode with um, a lost in the shuffle track. And it just, it's, it's a really cool, um, just tune that means something to me or a guest that's on the show. And we are going to dip back. You know my favorite band, if you've been with us uh, since day one, the Allman Brothers, right? Just love Greg and Dwayne Allman and the boys, the band. I just love them, have always loved them. And uh, man, their first album in 1970, uh, there's a tune on there called Dreams. And it was written by uh, Greg Allman. And it's kind of gained, it's about gaining a perspective, um, seeing things for what they are and kind of... Um, coming down from the mountaintop and back onto level ground and, and kind of getting uh, back into the game, if you will. He even uses those lyrics uh, in there. So, um, you know, Allman Brothers, my first concert, uh, June 8th, 1974, Roosevelt Stadium in Jersey City, New Jersey, about 20,000 people, outdoor venue, great evening, great night. Uh, Charlie Daniels Band kicked it off. Got to see the Allman Brothers, unfortunately not with Dwayne, but uh, it, was, uh, it was one of the thrills of my life. And, um, we, you know, we love the Fillmore East version of this tune. A lot of us who know the Allman Brothers just really gobble up that, uh, that tune. But we are going to dip back July 3rd through 5th of 1970. The um, warm-up band at the, uh, I want to make sure I get it right, the Atlanta International Pop Festival was the Allman Brothers. The headliners was Mark Farner and Grand Funk. So we are going to dip back into the Dreams version, the live version from the Atlanta Pop Festival, July 3rd through 5th, 1970. Guys, we really love you sticking with us. You know what we always say, if you want to improve the results of your business, you've got to improve the how you do business. That's how it's done, right? And guys, there's so much information out there. Please, we really encourage you. Get some search engines that, that can find the stuff you need to find. Tap into it. Start looking into the information that you need to satisfy your questions because it is out there. Turn off TV and cable news. Turn on a podcast. There's tens of thousands of us out there that, that have some really cool programming, some great shows. Be a truth teller. Just like it says on the front of this computer, we need more truth tellers in the future. And pick up the Bible, man. You want great stories? You want a good book? Pick that up. Great stories filled with them. Pray and love the Lord God with all your heart, mind, and soul, and we will see you in 168 hours. <laughs>